It's Warhorse here to let you know it's time for Bruisers, Breakdowns, and Beards. Hosted by Michael Reed, Kevin WK, and wrestler Dallas Cade. Kids bringing you Kansas City's premier indie wrestling podcast. Alright, time to close your mouth, clean out your ears, shut the hell up, and listen to some good, sweet podcast action. everybody welcome to a special episode 33 of bruisers breakdowns and beards it is sunday may 2nd 2021 i'm your host michael reed joined by kevin wk the hair metal heart dog dallas cade and returning like a quick return for us too so we're <laughs> more than delighted to have heidi howitzer back with us Hell yeah. heidi how's everything going they're good things are good, good. I'm here, so <laughs> no. that, that should was, be a. <laughs> I, it was. I was trying to think. It was like four months ago. I think we had you on, but it, it feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah, yeah. The pandemic and I guess post mid whatever it is now, yeah. pandemic really kind of screws with your timeline a little. Almost bit. over, mm-hmm. kind of not over, not really over, not at all know. over. Well, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, it's, we've already yeah, seen a couple super... false finishes. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, just yeah. need to go home at this point. Yeah. Just about. So, how's everybody doing today? So far, so good. I, I think I threw that out there once, but I, I'm, I'm going, just I'm going off my time cues, but you know that's fine. <laughs> We're a little over on time, but you know, already. Oh damn. Well, uh, probably. So I, I I did want to start off. Uh, we were discussing before the show. I think it was it was kind of casually brought up. Uh, Dallas committed a murder at his last wrestling show yeah yeah so i'm actually really curious about this i even stated i'm like you think this is going to be a heidi howitzer interview but actually i've got questions that need answers <laughs> hey bring him bring him we're, we're turning the tables turn the tables yeah. the ta- i want to know the turns when, have tabled i want to know when dallas decided to choke slam a small child in the ring like when when did that uh, when did that become a good decision uh it became well i mean <laughs> we so because well, of what the match was very hard to sort of structure or so communicate was it like a anything. battle royal royal rumble type thing or was it like a yes and tag no. match oh yeah. so what it was was basically two people started and then every three minutes three more would enter and Sweet. you have to eliminate everybody by pinning them or tapping them so uh so it was like oh okay so we're kind of in for it uh and i started so um good I started and then it felt like before we even really got anything going, like more people were coming out and I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, that's not know, like I, they always tell you at the beginning, you're going to have like 60 seconds or two minutes or something like to get the things going. And then yeah, like we the musicals no, start hitting. No. And it's like, yeah, no, it's like no 15 cues. seconds. In. It was just kind of yeah. like, Oh, all right, here we go. Um, and, uh, I was like on the outside for most of the time. occasionally yeah it was and i would just you know i would just try not to get beat up and uh there occasionally i would like peek over the apron and like check out what's going on with everybody else see if you wanted Uh, to join the uh right exactly yeah yeah exactly and and so uh most of the time the answer was no and i was just gonna (laughs) stay out there but uh 
I look up and then here's this guy who is smaller than the average Joe. And, uh, I thought you were going to say we're smaller than you, and I'm like, well, you're like over six feet. No, I was going to say, it's not hard to be smaller than me, but it is hard to be smaller than my 13 year old sister, uh, which this guy was. So, you know, <laughs> um, he was so he was uh, he was on the outside. He was standing on the apron uh, towards the entrance. Um, he climbs onto the middle rope and that he climbs onto the top and I'm like, okay, he's perched. He's going to hit somebody with something. Right. And apparently nobody knew he was up there because nobody fed for anything. So he just hung out there for like 30 seconds yep. before yep. before saying fuck it and missile drop kicking someone in the back. Oh. And so that was when I said, all right, nope, this kid's got to go. So I, I slide in there and... Uh, we kind of do the the staring at each other thing, obviously, right. to let everybody notice the size comparison. And because I literally there was no there was no comparison beforehand. Nobody exactly had already noticed that, right? No, right. you had so, to make sure you really yep. accentuated that. Sold yeah. to the crowd. So yeah. I, I literally put my hands on my hips, and I'm just kind when of like, dip, they dip, they dip. I was just yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm observing the situation, and then he starts uh, punching me, and I was like, well. You're like, well, Sorry, I'm not going to sell this. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't sell this. Sorry. And then before I can, like, say anything or, like, motion anything, try to, like, do, you know, give even verbal or nonverbal communication, before any of that can happen, he turns and he starts running off the ropes like he's going like to hit something on something. me. Like he's going to hit something, Like he's going to hit something. And so he... Has, like, any verbal a... communication happened during this time? nothing no, okay, yeah, no, yeah. not even any there was no non-verbal communication right right like, like yeah. I said, he just decided i'm gonna drop kick you and uh so he goes to try to drop kick me kicks me in the leg hip area and i attempted to catch him and not let him go back to the ground but instead his feet come down so i'm like all right well i've still got your head <laughs> so i put my hand you know i, I goozle him as, as, See, this as is that much better say. because I assumed like watching exactly, this, this right? was like a planned thing no. or like that this kid knew that this was coming. No. no. It, like that this was discussed in the back. No. Any of that. No, this is just that nope. was the and was I figured, poor kid's fucking receipt. Exactly. <laughs> I said, you know what? Like I didn't want to murder this. this I didn't necessarily <laughs> like want to like kill the guy, but I was like, well, if you you're going to go drop him in a little bit, if you're going to go missile drop kicking people in the back then and then trying to drop kick somebody without calling anything then mm -hmm. you know maybe 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 this is coming uh and once i had him i was like oh it doesn't matter how bad he sandbags me he's going uh, right, yeah so yeah. so i put my i grab you know which is grab actually the waistband. a very like, exhilarating feeling it was <laughs> yeah like, it's, yeah. it's that visceral feeling that you get when you like go for a german suplex and then you're just like you like you feel Yeet. like brock lesnar yeah. even though you're like not Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. say yeet too. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's that, it's that visceral feeling of like primal. I'm going to fuck somebody up right now. Right. Right. Um, but obviously, you know, trying to stay safe, at least to some extent <laughs> as safe as we can. I like, I like the disclaimer. It's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. obviously staying, we're very, very safe in the very, ring. Yes. Very safe. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I knew it didn't matter how bad he sandbagged me. He was going. Yeah. So I yeah. was like, I was like, <laughs> as I, yeah. as I kind of bend my legs to kind of 
take hoist him up. I right, go. Right. I literally said, "Well, here you go, kid." And up he went. And you go tuck your chin. Yeah. <laughs> I had him, and I was like, "Do I walk around with him?" And then I realized he kicked his legs out like semi to the side, and I was like, "No, like he's got to go back down." So I went with him, you know, but I you sure did, buddy. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be like I want, you know, I wanted to add to the the dramatization of, you know, the height disparity the here. Oh, OK. Of yes. the murder. Yeah. I wanted the murder to be <laughs> as dramatic yeah, as possible. Yeah. And so, yeah, I brought him down and I kind of I went down to one knee with him, which I didn't like intend to do, but I just did. And it was, uh, it was in the moment. You just felt it, it. was. It was in the yeah. moment. I, I wanted to like. <laughs> I didn't want gravity itself to do the work. I wanted it to, to be like, no, I literally like I, went down yeah, with him. Right, he, right. he was going through the you ring. followed not... it to the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, I got to the back and uh, JK pop was at that show. Oh, yay. Um, Cause uh, um, Yaden was on that show too. And I That's assume right. he yeah, traveled yeah, with yeah. It was like the, the Kansas mm-hmm. wrestling Alliance thing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they uh, they saw that. So <laughs> I was gonna say, I guess was J.K. Pop in their own tag match if they didn't get yeah. murdered as well. Okay, yeah, That's, I was gonna yeah. say Johnny takes a lot of dumb bumps. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the I, the murder the murder commences, and uh, course, yeah. I I pin him, and I was like, I I kind of felt bad too because I was like, I feel like that choke slam because I like I've taken a choke slam from like filter. I know they're not fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like. Sorry about that. And I pinned him. And uh, <laughs> my fa- sorry, I that's so as someone who also has some like shitty finishers and shitty like, I mean, very safe, but they probably don't feel the, the nicest to take finishers right. and big moves. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times I go in for the pit and I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> I did that twice because I then hit. Uh, it was the first time I've ever done it live, but I went off the I dropped an elbow from the top on this. 300 pound dude and he like adjusted after i launched so i tried to adjust as well midair and i went down like right across his like midsection like and like he yeah all my weight came down on him and I was like, oh, God. And, like, as I covered him, I was like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> the, instant you, the instant you hit something and you're just like, like yeah. that, uh, yeah. that fucking clip of, um, I can't remember what pay-per-view it was, but Randy Orton just, like, yeeting the fucking Singh brothers. <laughs> yeah. and, like, he's oh, yeah. Like, the, the table, and they pan to him, and he's just like, Oof. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he kind of winces. Yeah. Like, he knows what yeah. he did. He knows yeah. what he did. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah. yeah, but he he insisted that it felt fine that he was good, so I was like, "All right, cool." Um, and then I got to the back after the match, and yeah, J.K. Pop were like, "Dude, you fucking murdered him on that choke slam!" And I was like, "Did I? Did it look good?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always the next question. As long as they're like, "Yeah, it felt fine," you're like, "Sweet." <laughs> yeah, because you know it probably looked like you murdered somebody. Dude, I uh, I felt I still feel a little bit bad because like I asked him, I was like, "Hey, man, like, did that choke slam feel all right?" Because he kind of tried to pre-bump it. Yeah, he like landed the, sideways a little on bit. On the slow-mo, the yeah, he tried yeah. to – his he, he kicked his legs out to the side. So he landed a little – And then he tried wampus. to bring his arm – he Ooh. he committed the number one sin when you're taking a bump is he tried to pre-bump yeah. it. Don't. He tried to put his arms down before the rest of him, and it. I was like, ugh, that looks like it was a bit of a rough landing. Yeah. Uh, I told when, it. When I, when I finally saw it on tape, 
So I asked him, I was like in the back, I said, Hey man, like, was that, are you okay? <laughs> like, did that feel okay? <laughs> and, uh, he kind of did this. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I feel great. I'm, I'm good. And I was like, <laughs> are you, I literally, I literally went, are you like, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, and then I finally saw the footage back, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" I, was yeah, I told I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna just say, like, kind of to like segue that. I um, I did a all weapons legal battle royal at a uh, oh, versus sweet. pro wrestling. Like, shoot, I guess about a month ago now, and uh, and it's one of those things. So I was the only woman in there, and like, I kept like presenting myself to be hit with stuff, and like, mm. like you know, like you tabletop yourself, and it's like, yep, come on, guys, hit mm-hmm. me nothing i was like i guess i'm just giving all wow. all of the fucking offense so i was just like and i was like beating the shit out of people with kendo sticks and stuff i'm like surely someone wants to hit me at this point like right. i have i have hit someone in a not nice place at this point where they want to like <laughs> give me just something like, no nothing like, i like hey. i finally had to be like i got worn out i was like just eliminate me please <laughs> yeah what i told dallas when i watched the slow-mo like if you remember it, you know the, the famous hell in a cell match where you know mick foley goes through the roof of of the cell and then when he lands and hits the apron of course because it was like a 10 foot 15 foot drop or whatever like his body contorts in a way like like he splashes and just moves around real weird and yeah. like it was the same thing with when the kid took the choke <laughs> slam like he lands and his body goes in like just, just like <laughs> three different every, yeah. directions yeah. yeah, was there sound on that video, by the way? Because I I kind of want to hear it yeah, now. You're not, you haven't seen it with the no, oh, I've man. seen the video, but I've only seen it in like GIF form, I think, or I've only seen yeah. it without sound. I posted it no, in video with, with the, the audio. audio. Oh, okay. it's so good because it's like <laughs> the, the, the fan is just like, oh shit. That's my favorite is is like when you just hear the oh yeah, like the delayed gasp and oh no sound. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then it gets slowed down, so we're just ooh no. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the stuff. Yeah, that was my favorite part too. I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's so yeah. perfect." Yeah, yeah, that's always right my before. Yeah. Right before I deliver the choke slam, he says in the video, "Oh, that kid's little as shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, trying to think if I'd heard it with the sound. Yes, listen to it with the sound. That should mm-hmm. be like the accompanying clip with this video, or like embedded in. But like the click here, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, no, we should do like a cut to that video. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now we're back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Live replay. Yeah. You just, saw, you just like... saw the murder we've been talking about for the past yeah. like twenty minutes. I'll have to cut in some like Simpsons footage or something like that. Really botchamania it up. Just really sad. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> that was my thing. Is I really wanted that clip, especially when I threw the slow mo in the back of it. I wanted that clip to make it to botchamania somehow. So I um. <laughs> I, well, so I have it on my on my YouTube, but it's like super outdated. I think it's from like my first year of wrestling for the most part. And I have a Heidi Howitzer blooper reel and it's all just like mm-hmm. dumb, stupid bumps I've taken and awesome. like not stupid like in a oh that was dangerous kind of way, like stupid, like I'm bad at wrestling. Oh. Um <laughs> And um, be a character guys. <laughs> um, pro tip. Uh anyway, so I posted <laughs> Dallas. I like you popped him hard. <laughs> you had to mute. Oh, that was big. What's the secret to all the, the oh, bookings man. you're getting? Be a character guys. Look <laughs> well, yeah. cool. Um, no. So I, uh, I posted the other day. I have a clip of me and, and Ola Lola. And I was like, I was like, cool. You know, 
put you over the corner. I'll like walk over you on my way to the corner to give you a Vader bomb. And like, okay, if you're like walking on someone, like, you know, like they're going to brace it like at their middle a little bit, but they're Mm -hmm. not going to like move around a ton. Fucking Ola Lola, Dora the Explorer decides as I'm stepping across and I don't take like big steps. You guys, I'm like not coordinated. So I'm like taking like these tiny steps because I'm Mm -hmm. trying to be safe, safe worker. Mm -hmm. That's our, that's our theme for this. Mm -hmm. This podcast is working safely. I feel like we're both uh, like, Oh no, we, we, I feel like you and I are both doing the, Oh no, I swear to God, I'm safe. (laughs) Talk about murdering people. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, ah, um, yeah. Disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> the name of this episode is just disclaimer. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Please don't unbook me, anybody. Um, but yeah, so like, so, so it's a, it's it's taped without an audience for this this taping because this is from like last summer. So pandemic is still going, but we wanted to get footage for respect. So like at any moment in this match, like realistically, I could have been like, were we doing that? No, I'm just like fuck it, what I have. But like this, so Lola decides to like put up a knee. As she's like, as I'm walking across her, and I just eat shit directly into the ropes. And I'm like, so I have it replayed like six times and in slow motion and stuff. But yeah, it's like that same shit. And like, awesome. it's great too, because I pop up and just no sell it. I'm like, no, I'm cool. Didn't happen. I did see that video. You posted that like recently, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. And I remember yeah, the ref, yeah, yeah, the like ref, just ago. seeing the ref like, oh, and it looked like he was trying yeah. to. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Ref is, he's just like, oh, God damn it, Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I feel like most people don't even know that I have a YouTube page that has some of my oldest stuff on it. Like there's a there's a match from like immediately after NWL went down that's on there, and like watching that stuff back now, I'm I cringe. Like that's, I hate yeah I hate watching stuff like in the first place. Like if I'm if the match just but, happened and we're yeah, on the way that, home like, from the show, that, like, then I can stuff. watch it. But that early stuff is like, Ugh. oh, it's so good. I like think, so like, many bad decisions, so many but, things that I'm like, no, I would do this instead. And like, for my first but, like six months of wrestling, I just had like robot legs and I didn't really bend my knees. Oh, so that was cool. I just like got nervous, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm an awkward human, so there's that. <laughs> you're 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 amongst other awkward humans here. So yeah, you're in good good space. Yeah, I'd be yeah, more concerned were... if a human wasn't awkward. Right. Yeah. Point. It was just really bad because like that was one of those things. Like so, when I started, I had only been training for a couple months, and then RMP started or Rocky Mountain Pro started running like weekly TV. So it's like cool, have a match every week. <laughs> yeah, <Good luck>. that's <laughs> that's you get a shit ton of reps really quick. Yeah. Then, like yeah, that was but part a shit of why ton of bad reps. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, reps are reps, you know. Like I uh yeah. like that was how NWL was is that we were in there 4 days a week, 5 days a week if you include when we did TV or live shows. Yep. Um and then unfortunately I wasn't like at the point where they had me doing matches very long before they closed. Uh-huh. But when they did, I was like doing uh you know, dark matches before the taping started or i would open on the house shows um like we were able to get a whole lot of reps in because i trained for like what was it seven or eight months before i started having matches Fuck. or by the I time wish NWL I had closed. For seven or eight months before and, i started right like i felt <laughs> like i felt like fundamentally yeah. i was like in a real solid place because that was all we did uh you i know, still don't feel like that several days a week <laughs> For months, 
fuck, man. So when we, they, we were able to get a, a lot of reps in very quickly that's, to kind uh, of solidify thing, the good like, habits. So we have a, a new little training spot down here, and uh, it's been great because every Tuesday and Thursday we're doing primarily just like working on the fly, and yeah, it's huge because like a lot of a lot of other schools don't really do that. Like you're 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 drilling fundamentals, you're drilling spots, you're doing the international mm -hmm. times, but mm -hmm. uh, but you don't get a lot of practice just like working on the fly and like utilizing stuff that is is valid in an actual match right. mm -hmm. um which is great because like i did a lucha show like two weekends ago and so like one thing with with lucha shows like again pulling behind the curtain like we always fucking do on this one um <laughs> lucha is a lot of times they like plan spots but there's no like you don't plan like the in-between or the filler and stuff mm -hmm. and it's like and so we're doing this and it's like two out of three falls tag match so it's always like super long and you've got all these spots planned but then nothing in between so it becomes really evident really quickly who doesn't know how to work on the fly yeah. Uh, so yeah so that's that's a that's a good way to put those those skills to the test but yeah no a lot not a lot of places are doing that and it's so tremendously helpful just like what you're talking about like just getting reps in yeah mm -hmm. That yeah, alone. And then it allows you to make like some really dumb, stupid mistakes where then exactly. the trainer can be like, oh, why did you do that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it seems right. like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's like almost all we do now when, mm -hmm. when I'm, when I'm and when me and like a lot of the Kansas city guys are uh, going to train is like almost like once we warm up and everything, you know, we do like a blow up drill or two because you got to stay in shape, brother. And yeah. then uh, you got to like, that's all we do now is because we're all pretty, you know, fundamentally sound. Like we know the structure of a match. We know what we're doing. We know how to like stay safe in terms of like, you know, our bumps, basic moves, we can wrestle, um, like grappling and, you know, the chaining and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're pretty sound as far as that goes. So all we do is like finish our stuff. All right. Does anybody want to work on anything new? Do something yeah. new. All right. Yeah, we matches. do like a last you thirty and... minutes where you can like exactly. play with, try out new moves and shit. Mm -hmm. And then it's the like, all right, pad. yeah. Matches you and you go. You have like yeah. six minutes. You have eight minutes. You have ten minutes. Whatever. Like, um, that's that's like a constant. And sometimes it'll be all right. Tag match. Boom, yeah. boom, go. And then like yeah, and um, uh, the guy who owns the ring, Craig, he has like he printed out i don't know where he got this idea but it's like a really cool idea where he printed out like a bunch of cards and wrote mm -hmm. stuff on them like shines cutoffs um finishes oh, and then nice. and then specific stipulations like uh you know shine work the arm uh cut off oh so you can like draw the, a card and have back. to do that right and then that's dope i like that finish you know schoolboy or you know whatever or finish crossbody um and then it's like a special stipulation, like don't touch the ropes or, or 50, yeah. 50 offense right. or, you know, stuff or like, like no that. Strikes to, or something to like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Stuff to like kind of challenge your, uh, in the moment thinking just to get you to feel as comfortable in as many different situations and positions as possible so yeah. that when that stuff happens live, you know how to react you, or you know what yourself. to do you have an idea yeah. exactly you don't just freeze up and then shit the bed um <laughs> which i mean don't don't get me wrong that'll i was happen. gonna say we've all It'll happen it, eventually so. no matter what <laughs> yeah. but like and we'll probably live to do it again like it's, it's not right 
it's best to be prepared rather than kind of you know fly by the seat of your pants i think Mm -hmm. so when when you have those uh those opportunities to work on that kind of stuff it's invaluable so you guys bring up an interesting topic and i I don't we don't have to kind of recap everything that's but i and i'm not trying to inject us into shit it's just this is kind of the the frame of where the question comes from but but wrestling twitter has been kind of Kind of wrapped up recently and in, in, don't get me started i, I, I know I but uh danny twitter. cage has been talking about best. some of his experience with ring of honor and yes. the, the roh yeah. dojo oh, yeah. and the monster factory and and you know not to get all into that but i guess my question is you know wrestling schools are um you know it's you know it's not like a cosmetology school or something where there's no. like certifications or whatever that you have to go through to become a school like anybody can run a wrestling anybody school. could run a school anybody and and you hear about seen like nightmare stories of, of like really bad wrestling school. So I guess for, for, you know, I would ask both of you as like two up and comers, like what are, what are the things you've seen in a wrestling school that you really like, or, or, you know, what are the things that you're like, stay away from this? And, you know, cause it just seems like a, you're putting a lot of faith and trust in somebody and then you get yeah. into it and it becomes like this can almost become an abusive relationship in, in yes. some instances. So yeah, I, I just, wrestling, oh yeah, wrestling communities are mega. Pro wrestling is super toxic, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, my advice, if you want to learn how to pro wrestle, is don't. Um, yep. No, uh, honestly, it's, it's hit or miss in a lot of ways um, because a lot of times going into, oh, I want to learn how to wrestle, a lot of people don't really do their research. They just look for the nearest school. And unfortunately, a lot of regions, like, you're kind of stuck with whatever your nearest school is, like, because Mm -hmm. there aren't a ton. Um, Colorado has a couple, but, like, it's us. uh, So we're with the butcher shop um, company called Primo's runs it. And my, my husband, we've got like half ownership of it. So yay, wrestling school guys. Um, (laughs) Come train Uh, Westminster, Colorado. There's my plug. Um, But uh, aside from that, like there's Rocky mountain pro Um, they do a really good job with like beginners and, and getting you like a platform to learn how to work TV and stuff. And then there's Colorado Springs is the next nearest one. And that's like an hour and a half drive. And there's like a Lucha Libre school over by us, but that's kind of broad for most areas. Texas has quite a few schools. California does. Oh yeah. Texas is popping right now. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is, is Texas is nuts, but we've talked like anybody. uh, Yeah. It's like anybody that knows somebody from Texas Texas. or has been to Texas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Texas is like a really good place for wrestling right now on almost every level. Yeah. You're the biggest thing with like, Unless your name is Rudy Gonzalez, then go fuck yourself. But we'll touch on that. <laughs> also, yeah. my husband's former trainer. So, yeah. Also, ah. yeah. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I know all that shit. Right. Um, awesome. Yeah. P- piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> but no. So, like, the biggest thing is look at the credentials of the yes. trainers themselves and, like, see mm-hmm. where they've worked. And, and I'm not saying they have to have, like, worked on, like, a national, international circuit like a WWE and uh or japan or whatever but, but you're you need probably to setting yourself like, up pretty darn nice if you're going to one yeah, of those yeah. schools if you can, too if you don't get me wrong one of those great <laughs> fucking do it but like most of the time it's i would say see if the coaches or the students are getting opportunities around the states and by opportunities i don't mean like outlaw mud show and even by outlaw mud show i don't even mean like the really shitty ones i mean like uh 
you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. they're they're fine, but like anyone in their their mom can get on the show. Yeah. So if they're working out right. of state, it's not really anything special. But right. um, if the trainees are constantly getting opportunities, and so there's networking opportunities there, and or there's a lot of uh, getting a lot of bookings, just that's the way to do it. But yeah, if it's a school where no one's getting looked at, no one's been signed, no one's getting opportunities out of state probably don't want to go there be- unless you want to be the five mile vet and there's nothing wrong with that but even honestly even if you just want to be like a safe worker that other people want to work with you still probably don't want to go to that school that doesn't right. have any kind of credentials yeah because um, like i don't i don't know if you've experienced this but like the biggest problem with uh you know going to the nearest wrestling school is more than likely uh the trainers there were trained by people who didn't have good training themselves and yep. then because it's you know they're they just let somebody in and they were like oh you know they're gonna pay me so who cares if they have a potential or not uh so then you know they get shitty training and then they think because they never really got around and pushed themselves to really get good they think that they know everything and that they're really good so they Which open is, their own school and yep. then they pass worse training to the next guy who then gets really good even though he never gets anywhere and then he thinks he's really good and he starts yeah. training and it just it and, just keeps on spiraling downhill from there yeah it's it's a constant just vicious cycle and yep. um one thing i would say with that too is so like one thing we're trying to do uh is like just the dues that come in um we're already pretty substantially less expensive anywhere because uh just by by merit of not doing the whole like pay a grand up front and then you know Mm -hmm, x amount every month uh we're trying to put some of those fees towards like okay every month we're gonna get try to get like a carload of guys and trainees who've been working hard and like do like talent exchanges with places out of states and stuff just because Mm, of connections um yeah well then it gives you opportunities to work other people Mm -hmm. um And because, again, wrestling is so much just networking, who you know and if they like you, yep. you you might be way worse than someone else. But if you know the right guy, you're getting the booking. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, sort of an like unfortunate truth, but yeah, it's yeah, because yeah, it's, it, it, I run into that so many times, especially when, you know, when I was in Dallas and, and getting to see so many wrestlers down there that I just I loved and thoroughly enjoyed. And then you know, uh, I moved back up here and it's like, yeah, I really want to see them come up here. And some of them are interested and others you find out, like maybe don't get along with anybody like outside of the state or whatever. So yeah. they, kind of like yeah. they, they run their territory and that's good enough for them. But it's, that's the weird thing you run into. I think as a fan, it's like, you just, all you can envision is these dream matches, but you kind of learn that, well, they're actually human beings underneath that. Exactly. Some of them are yeah. just kind of jerks. And, don't and yeah, wanna... some of them, like the reality is that like wrestling is especially like on the independent level because nobody's looking out for you is no. a petty, selfish, insecure, it's uh, awesome. it's like very jealous yeah. business. Yeah. And, human nature plays more of a factor than anything else which means like if it it can be something as little as somebody says something unfavorable about you to somebody Mm -hmm. that you've never met yeah and because they heard that about you before they met you now it's just a matter of you know uh uh confirmation bias where they're not really going to recognize anything uh you know anything good about you they're going to be like oh yeah you know seem decent enough 
But that one little thing that they find to nitpick about or to look down on you for, they're going to hold on to that. And that's, they're going to make that all that you are. And you're never going to get for, to leave that bubble. For anyone who's thinking about learning how to wrestle or trying to get out more and working with other people, working out of state, working for bigger promotions, all that stuff, don't be a dick. Like, no. it's... <laughs> Makes sense. You, it's it is okay. Here's the thing, and I'm sure Dallas could confirm this as well. It is okay to be the shits. It is not okay to be the shits and a total asshole or have an ego or be difficult to work with. Like, mm-hmm. if you're the shits and like you listen and you're nice and you post, like, cool. Like, you can you, still have a positive experience. Yeah, you can in have terms a positive of, experience, you know, and you can have a match. You can have a perfectly fine match, and especially if whoever you're in there with knows what they're doing. It is their job to make sure that it is a positive experience, and the match goes at least okay, and nobody gets hurt, and the crowd enjoys yeah, it. Who cares how the match went as long as everybody comes out without an injury? Right. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was, you know, the the match I was in. It was <laughs> to say that we thought it was going to be a clusterfuck would be an understatement. Uh, so when, when scrambles went, are always a clusterfuck. Oh dude, no scrambles because I did a gaggle of ass of them for journey. Scrambles are amazing. They're fun. They're easy. You just go out there, you do your thing, you put stuff together, you get creative, you think out the box, you go out there, you do it. It's fun. This, however, <laughs> because of the myriad of overcomplications that the, that they wanted to add into it was like, well, fuck, you can't really do that. Things. So we were, it was, you know, like the every three minutes, three dudes come out and like, uh, you know, pinfall oh, elimination. Uh, that didn't register and, that there's multiple people coming in mm-hmm. each. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought and it was just like the single letter. Like, I was like, that's yeah, fine. It's not, like, it's not like scrambles where it's one fall to the finish. It's yeah. you have to eliminate everybody. So like, that's another thing. And we just kind of realized that there was no way we were going to be able to coordinate anything or try to plan a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, everybody be safe, stay spatially aware. Don't (laughs) fucking drop somebody else on someone's leg and have like, stay safe, have fun. And uh, when we, when it went as smooth as it did and nobody got hurt, we were all like, Hey, you have fun. That was kick ass. You had fun. Okay, (laughs) good. Great. We're going to move on. And sometimes you're going to have a night like that. (laughs) But as long as, you know, you you taper your sort of, I guess, expectations around that and are just like, hey, man, nobody got hurt, then you're good. You set yourself up for success. (laughs) Nobody died. Okay. Yes. I wanted to ring back around to that. Sorry, I was doing the raise hand thing like I was in a a Zoom meeting at work. Shut up so Kevin could talk. (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to get that out there real quick. With, with, I mean, even with like mud show random ass royales like that, um, how does, does the, does the pins, are, are they always in a, like, or the pins or submissions, basically eliminations, are they always in a specific order or does everyone just kind of figure it out on the fly? I assume nope. something like this, it nope. was figured out on the fly because I don't think it that is, kid yes. knew he was going down. <laughs> it is usually like, it is on the fly to a point where it's like, you'll know, okay, we want these, these five people need to be the last ones in the ring right? and they need to go through like this, this, and this needs to happen. Or like, hey, right. this is, these are the last two guys. Or uh, we want this kind of elimination to happen to this guy. But outside of that, it is a free-for-all. So basically, right. you get out there. A lot of times, like, you'll plan a big spot, like, for when you first come in, where mm-hmm. everybody kind of, like, does one of these. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you run a spot. Or, you know, okay, when this guy comes in, everybody go here. We're going to do this, this, and this. But outside of that, it's like you get in and – you make eye contact with somebody and you just fu- start fucking going. And that's just okay. pretty much. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, in that in the specific instance that I had, um, it was we, we all kind of it was <laughs> the first time that everyone in the match was able to talk to the promoters and the bookers about yeah. what they wanted was two minutes before we went out. Oh, so, no. so we were like, please explain, give us something. Yeah. And they were like, okay. When like, basically all we had going in was that we knew that. So I was like the mid card heel champ and they wanted me and some other guy to start. And then they wanted us to finish. So they were like these, the first two are going to be the last two. And they, pointed, spots. At, yeah. and they <laughs> pointed out like two, uh, two or three other guys and we're like these guys are going to kind of lead the thing so everybody else if they if you're work, if you're brawling with them or doing something with them or whatever and they're like all right it's time to go then it's time to go and so that was kind of it like and there's which always, led so, to the uh the instance of the choke slam was so here's the thing is there's always much like probably what was going on with the choke slam thing there's always one asshole who that wants doesn't to want to go yes time. okay that's what i'm understand. thinking yeah yeah you get in there, you have your fun, you, and if you're not one of the last five people, you, you get blown and you say, hey, brother, eliminate me. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. I, I don't or you realize that the anymore. ring is filling up and you're like, I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, so same thing. It was the, the like all weapons battle royal I did like a couple weeks back. We hadn't got like, so um, my husband and I were going out like as, as a tag. So we were going out together and we're like, it was a couple people before us. And we're like, no one's been fucking eliminated yet. Yeah. We're entering like number 14 or 15. So we're oh, like, yeah. that's when you start, like you tell the next person, you're like, when you get out there, tell them to start fucking clearing the ring. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like many it, people like, you know, and they have a 20 uh, by 20 there too. So it's like even wow. more like, yeah, there was yeah. even more people. Yeah. Also, if you ever work versus that, that ring is like padded, like it's like bumping on tits. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's so, um, we found a new title right. for the, for the uh, podcast. Yeah. I can't take credit for that. I think I, I'm pretty sure my husband said that, but yeah, it's, it's true. It's like, like you can't like running is like moving in quicksand, but yeah, bumping, you're just like, oh, uh, this is nice. I took uh, like an X-Plex that I probably shouldn't have died dude, on. So and I don't like, run that much either, so it's fine. It's fun. Yeah, I don't run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, man. Like, nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to, like, do the thing where they show up, they go, and they just get eliminated right quick. But like the Santino once you're right, exactly. But once you're in it, it's like, oh, no, wait, that's actually like a good thing, because then like, sure, that kid didn't get to do a whole bunch of, you know, cool stuff, but everyone's going to remember that choke slam, yeah, exactly. you know, so like he gets to be a part of like the thing everyone remembers most from the match. Yeah. And like yeah. that's that's all you really need Get in your one fun thing and, and then exactly. anything else that happens. Cool. Like if you don't if you don't come out looking like Goliath or you know oh my god he was phenomenal he's the best wrestler in the world that's not you don't need that in order to stand out I and do. to be remembered well you know some people do but Please other people validate me everyone other people <laughs> witness uh, me they realize yeah. that you know if all you need is like a moment and if and if if in that moment you're you're you know you're the guy who looks like the ass or whatever then so be it realize that one. This is pro wrestling. Two, everyone's gonna remember that as you know, if it's a if it's a big standout, if it's a moment that sticks out in them and they remember that, then they remember you. And then they're gonna want you back. 
which is all you want. You know what I mean? Like you just want to keep, you want that, you want those bookings. You want to keep, keep getting opportunities to have matches. Like, and if you do a memorable moment where you show up, get choke slammed in three seconds and then leave, that's, that's you didn't like, have to do anything. If that's, that's so easy. Say, those are the people like when they work extra and stuff that get called back because they didn't try mm-hmm. to like get their shit in. They just went in to like make someone look good and yeah, cool. That's yep. all they. That's all they brought you in for. So right. good job. Yeah. And and like I know, <laughs> I want to finish talking about the school thing that Mike brought up because I know that like, don't get me wrong, I don't think there's going to be a ton of wannabe wrestlers that listen to this or like pro wrestling hopefuls that listen to this and are like, gosh, I want to go to that school. Well, don't go to my school because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but, <laughs> you go and, to the school of hard knocks. I brother and brother. Right. Put it on your Facebook Sorry, profile. Mother and grandmother in this case. So. Right. Like I, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like I found my school by complete freak accident. I didn't know how good it was going in and I didn't know how good it was as I was going through it. Um, it wasn't until after I got out that I realized how good we had it uh, at the school that I came from because like uh, I, I don't know how, I don't know how uh, prominent this story is but like even the world's best wrestlers or the world's most iconic have training horror stories as I'm sure you know plenty of wrestlers today do yeah that's because the training horror stories still happen they still exist like yeah. It, it's not just a thing of the past where guys would take your money, beat you up, possibly break your leg oh, yeah. or something quick like note, Hogan. Quick and note then, on that real quick to interrupt yeah. Dallas. Any women who are by some freak chance listening to this podcast and want to become wrestlers. <laughs> I, I hope there's some. Ouch. And I, Ouch. I, just, I, 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 I'm I, a realist. I know. Numbered in, <laughs> I know. In, in, in wrestling. Yeah. In the wrestling I, yeah. community in general. So no. uh, we got to stick together and all that. But uh, so here's the thing. If you go check out a school and you are made uncomfortable by any one there and that that's not only coaches if it's coaches or trainers get the fuck out but if it's yes coach if it's any of the other students tell the coach or the trainer and if they don't support you or believe you or whatever or they tell you about how they want to fuck you get the fuck out yeah like like don't take no shit yeah don't take no shit it is not worth it and there's been enough like with the speaking out movement everything like other wrestlers will have your back. Well, other other female wrestlers will have your back. It's gonna be, it's always gonna be a boys' club. But yeah, if you get the not warm and fuzzies, talk to a coach. And if they aren't supportive of it, or if they're the ones doing it, get the fuck out. Just there we yeah, go. Think, On a more yeah. serious note. So anyway, yeah. proceed. Uh, no, that's absolutely, and because you know it's yeah, it's not a thing of the past where shitty trainers or shitty experiences. That's not a thing of the past. It still happens all the time now. And, uh, like, you know, sure it would cost more, but going to a school like, you know, black and brave or Booker T in Houston or, uh, uh gold like, dust has, uh, yep. his school down in mm-hmm. Austin, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Thunder Rosa and jazz and Rodney Mack have their school, the dog pound yep. down in uh, San Antonio. Again, mm-hmm. like I, we mentioned earlier, if you want to learn how to wrestle and you can, and you can move anywhere to go learn, go down to Texas. Yep. Not only do they have it's... a ton of great schools, they have all kinds of promotions for you to work as soon as you get decent mm-hmm. enough to start working. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, MPX runs weekly. Yeah. And, I mean, there's, there's you know, wrestlers I've seen there that will wrestle every week for, like, yep. six to nine months or however long they want. God. And they'll go 
wrestle down in what a wet dream Boston, nowadays and then coming back yeah <laughs> Oh man, so I'm I miss MPX. I it really was a pretty cool place, man. Like was, I got to see awesome. one show there, and it was magical. It's cool seeing wrestling outside of your hometown, I guess, to see how yeah. different crowds react or how wrestlers get themselves over. If you see yeah, a wrestler in a yeah. different territory, see, like, yeah, see like what fits in where, and like yeah. what gets heat where too is always mm-hmm. real fun yeah. to see. Yeah, like you know the the old mid south, like Tennessee is still as if it's 1985. Oh yeah, 100%. from from yeah. what I from what I hear from guys that that do trips to texas and that that to me is like huh that's kind of crazy like the old tent the old uh the stuff that you know lawler used to do yeah you're like mid 50 stuff, years yeah. ago is the old mid-south stuff still works down there um old grandies places, shows throwing stuff at you right <laughs> real too in places like chicago that obviously that probably wouldn't work the same way right. in a place like yeah. chicago yeah. as it would in the mid-south yeah. so uh yeah that kind of shit like tennessee also has uh dr tom Dr. Tom yep. Pritchard and uh, Glenn Jacobs uh, Pro Wrestling Academy is down there. Well, and that's another testament just to like try like try to get yourself bookings out of state too, just because it teaches yep. you to learn how to work mm-hmm. differently and to know how much you actually have to do in each match. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of variables. And don't think like I like a lot of those schools. Um, I think they have like a twelve week. Uh, program course, yeah, like yeah program or something deal. like that yeah don't think when you come out of that 12 weeks that means you're you're done training you're done learning you've got no. it all down you're ready to go that is not what that means you just cleared the tutorial yeah. stage basically yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's time to start learning some combos and getting familiar with a different character and level up like yeah. all that yeah start leveling yeah. up yeah because... all, like pretty literally in a lot of those cases yeah yeah, yeah. Work on yeah, your skill tree. You, know, you, you still got to <laughs> yes. get live reps. You've got to start getting in front of a crowd and you've got to, and yeah. a lot of them have like uh, connections to, to give you opportunities like that. Like I know black and brave has a SCW uh, yep. Booker T's school obviously has the reality of wrestling. Um, I'm pretty sure they use a lot of their students on that just to like get them. And that's another thing. Learning TV is not something you do everywhere because no. not everyone does so, tv i get so excited anytime i go somewhere where i know they're not like doing anything other than streaming because i'm just like cool where's your hard cam okay i'm done like i don't have to worry about like okay Dude, we gotta I, go this amount of time i gotta make sure i'm facing hard cam the whole time like i've been on shows where people didn't know what hard cam meant yeah well that's the thing is if you if you learned or trained at a place where they didn't do any kind of streaming or any kind of live whatever yeah then it just didn't happen Right. Like that's a whole nother like education that you got to get down is learning where cameras are and how to work to the cameras and, you know, facials, a lot of the little stuff that um, most people, you know, probably don't touch on a whole lot of if they don't have something like that going on uh, in their area or, you know, their coaches don't have a background working TV a whole lot or anything like that. That's, you know, like because my, you know, my school was doing uh, weekly TV or uh, biweekly tapings. Um, yep. We were able, like, we learned a lot of that stuff. And part of our training was being a part of that production staff. Yep. And we, we wouldn't work the, ca- we wouldn't literally be the cameraman, but we would. Oh, I had to do that for a while before I started having matches. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah, good to have that yeah. though. Good to have that extra, like, you know, Yeah, but we would, knowledge. we would like talk to the camera people about like what they're doing, why they do it, the way they do it. Um, you know, like the guy, uh, NWL and journey use a lot. Josh Leo, he's super good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would, you know, 
tell us like the whys as well as the hows uh and the what's and all of those you know the who the all, why the yeah, where. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff and it just it's another layer to your education and another layer you can add to your education is another layer that adds value to what you provide to a show yeah if you can um, find a place where they also do like they have training for like announcers commentary managers yes. refs like the full package that's yes. pretty indicative that they've got something going on or they're that they're at least trying to have something good right. going and because if you get if you like realize that wrestling may not be for you that doesn't mean that you can't still like be a part yeah like you still might be able to find a really good role as a manager if you're really good at talking or you could be a referee or you could work on production you know to, like especially if you're somewhere with tv and other you know live events and stuff like that mm-hmm. because there's tons of roles to fill outside of just being a wrestler uh, and those roles provide just as much value yeah there you go. You appreciate your team and who you're working with. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, so, it gives you an understanding. So, True. So I, I promised Heidi that we would talk about stuff outside other than wrestling. Because <laughs> I, oh, you I did? said last time we'd get into all other stuff, and then we just talked wrestling you, the whole time. You, you fool. I've been waiting know, four no. months I mean, to talk can, about Mass Effect. Have... <laughs> <Yeah>. That's my <laughs> thing. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we can have a follow-up conversation at some point. We'll have to uh, schedule one here in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, but uh, yeah, that was, Kevin. Kevin mentioned Mass Effect coming out. I think all three of three of us are hyped. Dallas, have, did you play Mass Effect? No, you but old I had enough to play Mass did. Effect when it came this out. I was old to enough to. Yeah. You, well, now you're gonna have the remastered mm-hmm. edition. So what so better excited. time than now? The one yeah, with the playable yeah. version of Part no One. Time like the prison. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been playing a ton of uh, Final Fantasy XIV online. That's been oh, my jam lately. Nice. So. Yeah, I switched it up from World of Warcraft. So I, have, ah, God, I, have, I haven't played an MMO in forever. Because in my, my wife and I were into WoW pretty heavily for a while there, and then like our guild kind of fell apart. And then yeah, playing that game play by yourself like, sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just not as fun. Mm-hmm. And then you know, you're know you away from it long enough, and you come back, and you're – your rep paladin can't do any damage like you used to. <laughs> oh yay! I play pally too. Dude, nice, nice. Tank life, yeah, yeah. I tried to get into MMOs. I can't afford it because, like, I don't want to pay fifteen bucks a month for something that I'm going to play like two hours a week, maybe. Like, I've got gamer oh, ADD. That's yeah, how I, I know you've don't. never actually gotten into MMOs because yeah. you said two hours a week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. here's my reasoning. My first MMO that I played was Final Fantasy XI, and. That game was not forgiving at all because you'd get to say you'd hit like level 13 and then you get insta killed by something and then you go yeah. back down to level 12 and it you has have to, to put you in your place. Yeah. Oh. You got too cocky. Ooh. Yeah, there was areas. It was like I felt like I was in old Chicago. There was areas like neighborhoods you couldn't <laughs> go into until you were a certain level. Like oh, I, I was like like the pizza place. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this pizza shop in Final Fantasy oh, 11. Dude, I love Good, stuff like that. No. Uh, like I'm. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Like it, I finally, I told you guys, I've told you guys like for, I went on a months long, uh, like run of not even getting on my Xbox at all. And, uh, I just recently started firing it up again to keep playing Valhalla. Cause I only had like 24 hours in it and man, Holy. I forgot, I forgot how much I love that game. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that for me has been like my jam. Suck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mine recently has been, I, I was playing MLB The Show, and then I learned that it's 
it's like real life baseball. So I can't hit for shit in that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad. And, and it's, I'm not one to like throw my controller when I get angry. I tend to just kind of, kind of goose fraba and just kind of relax. And- <laughs> I was going to say sad quit instead of yeah, rage quit. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but that one, man, I just, somebody will throw a slider just right and I just whiff on it and I'm just, so I, <laughs> I finally uninstalled the damn game today. Oh, were you wow. playing against other humans? That's your problem. No, I was playing against a computer. Oh. And the thing is. Yeah, no, was, he's just saying he's just bad. Uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. terrible. Like I, I'll, I can I feel you, play bud. baby ass baby mode and I'm great. Baby I'm okay, home so that's the trick though. Night is as an adult i don't play anything like the only thing i will play like hardcore mode on is like diablo because it's mm-hmm. yeah you actually like there's actually reasons to play a harder yeah, level you get reward. that way perks yeah. yeah anything else i play too many fucking rpgs and stuff to be like i'm gonna spend 120 hours of this dying no i'm gonna spend 120 hours of this enjoying the story yeah. and trying on yes. pretty outfits and yes. yeah and and exploring the world yeah exactly casual i I am a filthy casual and i don't give a fuck i'm saying (laughs) i've I've lowered my difficulty on every game to casual or the lowest difficulty and i just enjoy it now except dark souls because you don't get a difficulty so that's my dark souls you don't have a choice i feel like you're just taking it yeah dark souls is like basically my like i'll play everything easy until dark souls come out get my ass whooped get mad probably throw a control across the room but then afterwards i'm like all right cool i got all that rage out of my system let's go back to like rocket league <laughs> right. you know? yeah that's that's it that's like i that's how i feel about like with diablo is i'll play in like hardcore mode and i'll play my wizard so i can have like laser hands and yeah. then i just like go around and torch everything yeah and then I play are my you stoked for diablo 2 the remaster yes yeah yes. that's gonna be really good that's that's part of why I've loved uh, getting back into Valhalla so much is because Assassin's Creed started doing some of that, like, you know, they have, they have bosses and then there's a couple secret bosses and you get stuff for, like, mm-hmm. seeking out and finding those bosses, mm-hmm. especially if you're fighting them when you're underleveled. Like, it gives you that, okay, here's oh, a yeah, fucking challenge you, like, for like, you. Wow, you, you did yeah. it, man. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Like, I <laughs> good, found... Good work. Like, I found the first, the first zealot, I found him, and I was like, half the level they recommend to fight him at <laughs> and dude it took me an hour Forever? to kill that yeah. guy and i was <laughs> like once i did it i was like yes and then yeah. i looked forward to the next one because i don't play a lot of games where there's like the super challenging bosses like that because i enjoy <laughs> having fun but then the reward for beating the super hard boss that euphoria i was like yes i want to do it again welcome to dark then, souls right See, whatever I, Whenever I, I want to not Souls, have fun though, playing different. a game, I just like queue for a dungeon as the fucking healer, and then I'm having <laughs> nice. a sad time. Uh, see, that's yeah. That's better heals, better heals. Hey, that, everyone's it, always was... everyone needs a healer, man. That's always yeah. Everyone. No, I normally, back up. I normally tank, but yeah, if I'm looking for yep, self hatred, then <laughs> yeah. yeah. If like, you want like thirty people screaming at you, like it's your so. fault. Yeah. 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 Just oh. The thing that tripped me out was that the next the next zealot I found was i was super over leveled so it was Dude. easy as shit and then i was like what the fuck see we have nothing in common <laughs> I like, because i love being super over leveled that's so how i, I am like <laughs> i love the one hit everything yeah. that way i'm that way with pokemon mm. yeah. yeah yeah you gotta super like over level yourself within those first couple zones so that everything is just like boom yep. boom, boom. those first three gyms that's your opportunity because once you get to like seven eight then the elite four you're fucked uh, oh, real quick speaking of because i know we're trying to wrap up but you brought up video games <laughs> pokemon 
did you see the fucking Pokemon open world fucking Legends Arceus? Yes. yes. I'm so excited. Like, Holy shit, it looks so it's like everything I ever wanted Pokemon to be. Right. And I never it, got. It's so yeah, it looks so good. I'm I'm yeah. excited for like an actual trailer. I'm also excited for the Gen 4 remakes that are coming this year. It was also because amazing, Gen yeah. 4 was like my shit as a kid. Right. And I was a child, child so, so yeah. I couldn't <laughs> I could I one I was a child two I couldn't appreciate it for what it was because I was a child mm-hmm. so now I'm like ready uh, but you? yeah I'm enjoying the shit out of that no okay I don't know why I thought it was you I remember being like either on a podcast or something and one of the guys was young enough that we had to explain to him what a Game Boy looked like or oh boy no 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 this was a wrestling road trip not a podcast but yeah oh, okay. yeah we had like a little damn baby. that's like, wild what you think about the baby. old green screen like, one 1920 yeah yeah he's never right. like seen like the are nice like gray and purple yeah i never I can hear the tetris one... theme as you say that <laughs> i i yeah. only had the advance like the the, the square one i, I know what an advance looked like Dallas. i didn't i, I know but like i didn't have the the fucking the regular one i didn't know there was one before that well so, that's like, why it's called the advance i know but Something i think had to come before for it to be fucking, advanced a child doesn't understand these things heidi <laughs> I know. I think somewhere in our chat, I can't remember how we got to it, but somebody there was like a 9/11 reference that was made. I was like, "Oh shit, Dallas doesn't know what 9 like was he, <laughs> he here was, for 9/11?" He was two He's like, years yeah. old. It was just, I was 3. Was just, I was having was, my okay. third birthday oh my party God. when it happened, okay? Yeah. So that's Jeez. Man, that's my birthday, dude. Is it really? I think I, yeah. Yes. Oh, that sucks. Wow. I didn't, okay, today I learned, actually. How long have I known you and I didn't know that? CIL. You didn't yeah. know that? I just keep, oh, un, un, I just happen to keep hitting your Facebook. I'm like, oh, happy birthday, not realizing September the date. September 11th. Right. 98. <laughs> happy birthday, F. Yep. That's, that's right behind yeah, the dude. F in the chat. F in the chat. Yeah, Seidel <laughs> always sends me a, a, a 9-11 meme on my birthday every year. <laughs> Damn it. How thoughtful. <laughs> right? And like I know Heidi's met Seidel at least mm-hmm. once, so yes. it's like, yeah. So she, yeah, he's coming down for a triple L next week. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, all everybody's going over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seidel's done triple L for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was I uh, for my twenty first, I think. Uh, I was flying out to Colorado to with hoodie to do that weekend with you guys at uh, RMP. And I got on the plane and I'm sitting there. We're waiting to take off and people are still loading. And I see Seidel get on the plane and I was like, holy shit, man, what's up? And I like wasn't expecting him to be there. So he was like, you know, typical Mike. Hey, hey what's man, what's yeah. up, dude? Like, <laughs> just cool, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mike being Mike. Yeah, the national oh, yeah. treasure that he is. <laughs> yeah, was it? Be... Didn't didn't they just wrestle the Bucks? This they was did. It, this past yes. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, I know, right? Like great. I'm I'm mad as hell that we're not gonna have him anymore because <laughs> it's a matter of time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but... They've been using him too much for him to not, like, and it's it's it ma- it just makes sense. Like, why would you not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With elevation happening now, I mean, it's awesome to see so many people. Like Willow Nightingale just got a match. I like, know. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I was super so, hyped. Yeah, I'm so excited for that, but I'm so mad because I was screaming at Journey Pro to do that match two years ago. <laughs> and, and now it's gonna happen. And uh, yeah, now it's happening yeah. on AEW. Oh, yeah. No, I Dude, love it because like that. every week I'm like I see like four more people I know with like a fucking AEW uh, right. like promo photo, and I'm like, yeah. oh shit. So, That's yeah. so cool. it's awesome. It's yeah. really it's really cool. I, yeah. 
I was losing it. Like Chandler Hopkins got his. Yeah, uh, Chandler looked day. great yep. too. Yes, he did. That whole that whole yeah that whole Texas like crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, that was like a loaded group of dudes. Yeah, yeah and, and been, women. It, yeah. yeah, it's been great just getting to see everybody, and it's fun too because like AEW actually gives everybody an opportunity to like. I don't even want to say like get their shit in, but like have an actual match. You get decent if, time usually, yeah. Right, and if you even if it's going to be a squash, it's like there's logic behind it and it works. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just like yeah. the like the WWE jobber shit, you know. Yeah. Like you know yeah. they're gonna lose, but it's like actually fun to watch them lose. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuego's yeah, yeah, been there the for like. <laughs> of losing. Yeah. 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 Fuego's well, been there over a year. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has he even won anything? How we get to the end point here? <laughs> like one? I think he's won a match. Yeah, but he's been fantastic, and he's been on the sh- he's been on like exactly. dynamite been every really week good. in the crowd, and he's, he's on like on BTE. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's he's everywhere, and I'm so happy for him. That's another one. Like we get to see yeah. him at NWL all the think time. About, and, I, I know, mentioned this the other day, up. dude. I mentioned this the other day, but like think about the journey roster before the pandemic started, and then how different it's gonna look after. Because like I'm surprised, obviously. The, uh... The Regal twins haven't been on Dark yet. They're, they're in Japan. Japan. They're in Japan. Doing oh, Regal. that's they're right. Not, I forgot that yeah. they're in Japan right now. Okay, they're well, that makes sense. They're not in Japan. They're on like the West Coast. They're doing Japan. LA, yeah. the LA-based New Japan yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, but still, it's a matter of time before home. they get yeah. signed yeah. up too. Yeah, because because you know they're like they're too unique. The, this right, the Super Junior Tag Division is made for them to rule it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's there's just no way they don't fit into that thing and succeed yeah and don't there's no way they fit into it and don't succeed rather excuse me sorry twins um <laughs> but like, logan and sterling you know, shaking their fists obviously <laughs> shotzi got signed right before yeah. covid hit yeah um but then since covid like stallion got signed uh jj garrett's been on dark jake yeah. something's doing more and more with impact so it's only a matter of time until someone takes him up mm-hmm. the twins um there's you know there's like and- you know, Laney was just on Ring of Honor this yeah. past yep. week yes. in that, that match. That's right. With uh, Max and, and uh, High End, wasn't it? Or no? Yeah, yeah High End and Roxy. And Roxy yeah. Which is, yeah. that's just nuts. It's, the, yeah. The, that's the Chicago side of me, too. Seeing like GPA awesome. and all that. Oh. That's why I'm like, yeah, girls keep getting picked up. So, uh, Heidi, I was <laughs> Yeah, we're just waiting for that. Yeah. That's, right? that's, like, that's really, that's all part of my master plan. I'm just, I'm just sitting back. Hey. But that's what it becomes, right? Like that's, that's, that's that's what it becomes. It really like, does. It, and honestly, was... like women's indie wrestling, like it's so so much smaller than guys. There's, mm-hmm, there's right. just not as many of us. Like, like mm-hmm. which is and oh, man, <laughs> so no, well. I'm no, I'm glad you brought it up because it's it's frustrating because like we saw the stuff that just went down with Mickey James getting released yeah. from WWE and getting all her yep. you know the way all her belongings were sent back to her, and that's that's like reignited that discussion because. You know, she's. I think she's talked about in one of her podcast interviews how she was pushing for like another evolution or another women's TV yeah. show. And mm-hmm. even even as big up there as WWE, who makes money hand over fist, and who has a women's division that's just like the best in the world, arguably, and, and doesn't yeah. use it. And they could, yeah. you know, and and they said that like you know women's wrestling doesn't sell, it doesn't make enough money, like all that shit. shit. And it's like yeah. yeah like, Thunder Rosa would like a word. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> like, like she's I, making young bucks don't money. Get me wrong. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what exactly their numbers were, but for them to claim that it was the worst rated pay per view they've ever done, I call like, it. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't the, put that on. I wouldn't put that on the women either. I think exactly. That on their booking and right. Creative. 
Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, you know, when especially when they're at the point where they are, where the biggest draw is the name of the brand, not the yep. people, not the name of the marquee. Mm-hmm. Like, then, you know, that it, it doesn't, it takes that responsibility off the talent and it puts it on the people in charge to make yeah, that. Yeah. And talent. also, like, again, you're doing a standalone pay per view. You are doing something that has any kind of build. It's just, I, I mean, yes, you're, you're celebrating your women and everything. I guess that's supposed to be the, the marquee feature. But the fact that there's, again, nothing like, leading into that story wise or anything like that to drive follow. your casual fan to view like exactly why? of course it's not gonna do as well as like a takeover or something even mm-hmm. you know but yeah it's it's disappointing especially when nxt alone has so many women mm-hmm. even the women in developmental like mm-hmm. you yeah. could throw them in squash matches and stuff to get them having reps and yeah that's it's crazy to me yeah and, like, but yeah but then you, they never yeah. used well they they used her but they never like really did anything with her mm-hmm. and yeah. then they let her go and as soon as she gets picked up by somebody else she starts excelling yeah yeah like, well you guys she's, just had her she's sit a in developmental huge, yeah huge testament to that and i mean if you look at what you know so many people have just talked trash about AEW's women's division and it's it's great to see them being proven wrong because the thing is is well one you've got gold dust working with the women and he's phenomenal Mm -hmm. but yeah outside of that i mean they're getting match reps in every Mm -hmm. single week and they're getting i mean even if they are getting a ton of time on dynamite they're getting all these matches on dark and elevation which Mm -hmm. if you look at like the time they're using the women in AEW versus the time they're using the women in wwe or even like you know i'd say impact they use their women very well too you know but Yeah. yeah it's cool okay now there's a three minute whatever match and WWE with no build with yeah. two of your women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's different context too, because AEW has one show that is televised uh, in across the country every mm-hmm. week. And WWE has three, three. Yeah. And all so, of them are at least a couple hours long. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like they have more hours yeah. accumulatively and they also have more television shows. And, yeah. And they have, and they shows. do have more, more talent too, but it's not like it's, it's not balanced out. Right. Uh, it feels shallow because they yeah, just don't. They, they don't, use the same handful of people and. They don't. Yeah. They don't give it that, that sense of depth, even though they have depth. It sucks because they have more talent and catering than like most indie wrestling places. Like they don't even have a roster. Yeah. yeah no have, kidding. Basically making money off of that. No kidding. I mean, dude. That's yeah. the sad part. You know, like it's just they I mean, it seemed like WWE, especially at a point, picked up people just to pick them up just to be like, they OK, we've got. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, especially yeah. with the women, because that yeah. I noticed that I want to say right around the time AEW started running, they scooped mm-hmm. up a ton of the indie girls. Cause I want to say that's when like Shotzi and Mercedes Martinez got signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like some others, but yeah. Shotzi's been used, but like, yeah, Mercedes, I don't feel like you see too much. And I don't know if she may be transitioning into like a, a, a trainer, uh, like a Sarah Del Rey type. She role. Has, I think yeah. I saw there. She had a match the other week, but yeah, like, she, it's still not. I think they're going to try to build her into a challenger for Raquel, but I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched in a, a few weeks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah <laughs> that's, that's my curious. That's the, that's the, pro- the product as well. As I like, tried to watch yeah. raw last yeah. week and there was How'd more talking oh, segments did? than wrestling. Like it was like, I was yes. watching a talk show. Welcome not, to raw for the last 10 years. Segments. Yeah. No, that's no. The well, that's the thing. It's been like, it's been like trashy, like fucking Jerry signed or not Jerry, uh, Jerry Springer moments, you know, like that. They have a What's talk the show. And they're like, Ooh, he called you a bitch. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we're fighting now. And then, yeah, it's just, ah, it's so dumb. They're just trying to throw so many things at the wall and nothing is sticking for them. And it's funny because raw well, used to be their flagship. Sticks, they just like, 
running to the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they forgot that the preface of their show is that it's professional wrestling. Oh, I'm sorry. Sports entertainment. Sports or if something sticks to the wall, Vince will be like, that's not my tape. Just pull it down. <laughs> yeah. How dare you get over I didn't authorize this. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you get over on the internet? Yeah, like, yeah. Three different people. Iconics. Yep. Speaking of sticking to the wall, you know, asking that Ring of Honor match, you know, there was the spot where uh, Max had picked up Roxy and threw her. So as as Max's, you know, new tag team partner, mm. how do you feel about the potential of being used as a human torpedo? I feel very good about it. I'm very sturdy. And I have, (laughs) I'm very sturdy and I think I've got another, like probably 30 pounds on Roxy. So (laughs) I should be okay. And I'm more dangerous as a weapon. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's, it's pretty crazy because it's me, Max. And then we're going to be doing like trios with Leon as well. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, wasteland war party guys. And hell yeah. That's awesome. Ridiculous. Because like, so I've, started wearing lifts so i'm like five nine five ten oh, hell yeah lifts now which like for a woman that's pretty fucking big on eddie's yeah. also apparently rhea ripley is five seven which is fucking <laughs> mind blowing like, how yeah. how because i'm i'm five what? seven and i'm like i don't what? look like that no. yeah she looks like six feet two they film yeah. her oh, well I guarantee yeah. she wears they, lifts yeah. and they and they oh, shoot her fantastically but like Wow. But, yeah, but those. So the fact that I'm like that That's tall, crazy. like lifts and stuff, and like I'm still gonna have to be the fucking bump and feed guy for my tag teams <laughs> is really upsetting. Um, well, I mean, to, to be fair, Max is is unique on the on the indie wrestling circuit, so it's it's yes. kind of hard to to have them as your tag team partner and to be like. Uh, it, I mean, but it, you know what? It gives me Ascension vibes because you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I bet you love that. <laughs> yeah, Mike. say, Mike's like, I would like to know more. <laughs> I, I love, I love those tag. I mean, granted, you know, Some they more. didn't turn out so great, but for 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 a brief bit, the whole thing with Enzo and Big Cast was awesome. Yeah. Because you, you have mm-hmm. the, the the smaller mouthpiece who's doing all the jabbing, and then you've got the big monster who kind of just backs him up. It's the best. Yeah. The best it thing. works. Yeah. It's a formula yeah. that works. It's it so really much is. Fun. It's like I'm gonna be the irritating little asshole who talks a bunch of shit, and then Max <laughs> comes I got in. This big guy. And, yeah. <laughs> hey guys. In <laughs> Rex shop, so it works out well. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty freaking excited. Uh, it's it's gonna be good. Awesome. I, I, be good. I hope I hope Journey Pro books you guys like. Yes. I'm, as soon as Walter starts taking my texts again, <laughs> that's going to be my, that's what I've learned. Like I, I go in spurts with Walter, uh, you know, where he won't let, he won't answer me. And then he starts answering me and then I'm like, Hey, you should do this. And then he doesn't answer me for a while. So I haven't learned my lesson yet, but eventually <laughs> I, I did. I did tell I did tell an eye and hoodie that, uh, we want LCG and hoodie said name the time and place. So. Oh God, Kansas so City! Why do you do this to yourself? I would. I, would I know, take... yeah, because we all know that I'm the one who's going to have to take all those terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who's going to get the shit beaten out of me. By As somebody knowledge, who's so. taken their tag offense before, it's like, oh, have fun. No, <laughs> and see, I haven't gotten to see the the original iteration of of Left Coast Gorillas. I've only seen Ooh. hoodie hoodie with uh, the Regals. Oh, oh you're gonna have dude. you're gonna have him and him and brother bring out like the best and the worst in each other yes yeah 
they're like they bring out like the a, worst in each other but in the best effective way yeah yeah, like, yeah. they just like they ping pong off of each other and it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's very it's a pleasure to behold yeah yeah unless yeah. it's done unless to you, you're the other then, tag team yeah yeah. Or like yeah, seeing the Howleys versus or Howleys Howlets, but they were in the NWL, the Howlets versus the Besties, and yeah, they would have those like just Ooh. those combinations, like just going back and forth, yep. and it was just yeah, so well coordinated. Like yeah, both Anaya, yeah, dude, I love watching them wrestle. Anaya and Hoodie are awesome. I've missed yeah. them about yeah, so I would love to see that match here. Please bring it. <laughs> <laughs> please, Walter, listen to yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, please. I'll write a will beforehand. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, just, we'll be praying for I made it out time. alive, so you should be okay. Yeah, it's cool. You only have like six inches and <laughs> 50 pounds on me, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah it's that's fine. a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. <sighs> He's also Actually, super... I think that was before I finished filling out. I don't know. Cause... Cool, so then you have like seven inches. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> 38 pounds. Dastardly <laughs> yeah. Dallas came now. I know. <laughs> well, I think Heidi will let you get back to your day because you don't want to sit here and just like pester us boobers <laughs> all day long. Yeah, we can um, go. <laughs> but have you got any appearances coming up? I should ask that before we start. I do. Recording. Okay. So what do you yeah, got do. coming up? All right. So we got a couple. So uh, next Friday on the late show, I will be at Lucha Libre and Laughs in the main event tag team. Yeah. Uh, versus the Ragnarokers. So, Wasteland War Party debut. That's awesome. Uh, nice. So, that won't be streamed anywhere, but they will. We do get the matches pretty quickly and they are put on YouTube. So, I'll make sure to link it on my Twitter when that goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be doing, uh, I got a nice like promo shoot after that as well. So, new Heidi Howitzer pictures. Yay. Nice. Uh, then, the week following that, I will be in Vegas uh, for two shows. I'll be doing uh, Anti Up which is the uh, Jamie show in conjunction with GCW, which I'm super, super, super excited about. Um, I basically like shit myself when I got that booking email. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so really excited about that. That's going to be a midday show. Uh, that's Jamie Iovine's uh, anti up. And it's like, at, yeah, like two, two thirty. Um, and then that Sunday in Vegas, I'll be doing versus. And it will be the return. I will actually be wrestling, uh, making her in-ring return, Ronnie Winter, the Ice Queen. Ooh, um, but, yeah, but yeah, she's going to be doing a she's doing a gimmick change right now. So I don't know what we're what, who I'll be up against uh, <laughs> that Sunday, but she'll be making her uh, in-ring debut again. So it's very exciting. And then um, I'll be in Salt Lake the month after that with Dive Wrestling. And uh, yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of about my next month or so of shows. But very excited about those Vegas dates and and triple l it's gonna be good man yeah sound busy awesome. that's awesome man yeah yeah good, I try, try not to get too crazy with the with what was shoot job and stuff but it's yeah. nice when i can kind of like stack them together mm-hmm. well good and i'm i'm glad i'm glad you're keeping busy because i think you know last we talked it was we we're still kind of in the middle of the pandemic and like you said we're kind of slowly creeping out of it so it's yeah it's good to see shows coming up again we mm-hmm. we haven't had them yet in kc but i'm i'm hoping that changes yeah yeah tell soon. tell journey pro to get their shit together right <laughs> i'm having enough trouble trying to get to reactivate their twitter so yeah <laughs> yeah those. yeah that, that would probably be helpful too that would help. <laughs> a little bit you have to have yeah. a way to get in touch with them i guess <laughs> fellas you got anything to drop before we get out of here 
Ah, thank you so much again, Heidi. It's always a pleasure. We didn't get to talk about... Okay, quick, Hell Mass yeah. Effect. What's your playthrough? Are you going to go Paragon, Renegade, Femshep, Maleshep? What are we doing here? Femshep, <laughs> because I like to look all pretty. I say that. I usually like do a buzz cut on my Femshep. Um, and then, but with really heavy eye makeup. It's very important. Um, probably Paragon. Right. Who's your romance option? <laughs> Do you have one? Garrus, usually. Garris? My wife's the same. <laughs> I, you know what? I have to share my, my Ali Hillis story here. It's just for, for other Mass Effect. Friends. We're doing the Midwest goodbye here again. Yes, we, <laughs> we are. are doing here the Midwest goodbye. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So so I, I always romance Liara whenever I play. And Good choice. She's vo- yeah. And she's voiced by <laughs> Ali Hillis. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was one of the Dallas Comic Cons. Uh, she was there. Jennifer Hale was there. Awesome. Um, along with a bunch of other voice actors. And this was right after Andromeda had come out. So and so it was already out. It hadn't been like critically panned yet or whatever. It was it was within the first yeah. month or so. Um, and if you play through an Andromeda, there's an audio log from Liara talking about kind of the fallout from Mass Effect 3. Uh, so we you know we took our there's a Mass Effect 2 steelbook case we took up to meet um, Allie with and had her sign the other side and, and then Jennifer signed the fem chef side of it. But I was telling Allie how, you know, I'd found that audio log and she was telling us how secretive they were about her recording it and, and all this stuff. Uh, and then I told her she was my, my romance choice throughout oh, all three no, games. You, I like no, stayed, no, stayed monogamous no. and committed to it and everything. That <laughs> was good. Uh, but as we were leaving, like she went into her Liara voice and said, something like it was wonderful seeing you again commander oh okay. and like i got goosebumps <laughs> and my wife was just looking at me like and then nerd. mike blammed right yeah. <laughs> i had a similar experience with kane hotter but that was friday the 13 like i met jason and i yeah, he did that like chest thing and i was like oh <laughs> hello swoon so, swoon kane you ever have a chance to meet meet the the uh, actor the voice garris i highly recommend it because yes it's yes. an experience <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for, um, so, like, Versus normally does, uh, like, the Level Up Expo and stuff, and, like, a lot of the big, like, Comic-Con type stuff out of Vegas, and they would have done it this year, but, you know, mm-hmm. pandemic, so right. hopefully next year, because I really want to wrestle at, like, a some kind of convention. I think it'd be fun. That would be a blast. And then I get to wander around in my Heidi Howitzer. Radio. Yeah, I was going to say, you just be, oh, you'll, yeah. it'll be like you're yeah. in cosplay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be like, who are you? I'm myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just walk around with eight by tens of yourself. Just, yeah. This is me. <laughs> oh, uh, don't you know? You don't believe me? Look at yeah. my look at my validation. Multipass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just do just do the journey pro thing. Like just post up right outside the entrance. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, NWL did that. It was the NWL thing. Yeah. So all right, well, Heidi, thank you so much for coming on again. Yes. Uh, we will we will have you on again here hopefully to again promote like some sort of a kansas city appearance yeah yeah fingers crossed hopefully sooner rather than later right so uh hell yeah but yeah thank you so much and and we'll we'll definitely set it up one way or another we'll have you on again awesome well thanks guys uh, folks you know as always thank you so much for listening and and this week uh we will talk to you later and later nerds